Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J here again in your sweet, sexy little ears for Sexually Liberated, Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call Slut Radio. Welcome, my babies. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 18. This is the one with the long-ass title. Yes, this is the... Why There's Nothing Wrong With Vanilla Sex podcast. Whew. Okay. So what's on that menu? Speaking of vanilla, we may as well just go with the whole restaurant theme, right? So what is on our podcast menu for today? Well, we've got mediocre orgasms. We've got earworms. Oh, yes. A little bit more information on those mushrooms. And then... Vanilla sex. Ooh, all kinds of good stuff. But you know, before we get to all that, you know, we've got to have that little Dave appetizer. Yes, we do. Okay, I've always got time for Dave. All right, now, one of my boys, one of my boys, I think everybody is aware of my all my lust for all things Dave, right? Well, of course, my, my, my darling boy here that I'm talking about knows that I do lust for all things Dave. And now this kiddo of mine, he doesn't know a lot about Dave, but he is always on the lookout for things about Dave that might interest me. And he'll, he'll send me things periodically. He'll send me videos or a link to an article or, or something. Well, today... I got on my phone and I got uh, an Instagram message from him, so I went to look at it, and it is none other than Dave Portnoy looking foxy and fine in a suit. Oh my good, yeah, I mean, Dave could wear a burlap sack and I would find something sexy about that. Um, I just would, I would, I've, I've got the hots for Dave, that's it, but so Dave had this suit on, and I don't know if he was in the middle of a meeting or if he was getting ready for a meeting or what. Somebody led him to believe that he looked like what he calls a suit. Now, I've mentioned before, Dave does not like suits in this, in this context. So somebody told him that he looked like a suit. Well, Dave was having none of that, my dears. None of that was Dave having. He stripped. He stripped off that suit. Oh my God, yum. Yum. Oh, and might I add yum. I kept hoping the pants would come off, but they did not come off, at least on the video. But Dave, I do want you to know one thing. I don't care how many suits you're wearing. Baby, you're never going to be a suit. No way is Dave Portnoy ever going to be a fucking suit. Get that thought out of that head of yours. No, 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 no. Okay. Now, speaking of Dave, I have an announcement. Be on the lookout. Bolo, as they say in the police biz. I have a special tribute coming up to none other than Dave Portnoy. Now, why am I doing this? It's because he's got a birthday coming up. And what is a fangirl to do but a special tribute? something for the birthday boy so anyway be on the lookout for that that's going to be happening sometime 
sometime in the next week and a half or so. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of exciting. Uh, I've got my friends helping me out with this. This should be fun. So, uh, yeah. All right, now, first thing on the menu, now that we've had that lovely, lovely Dave appetizer. And Dave, I'm sorry, I didn't do this to you on purpose. But next on the menu is mediocre orgasms. Now, Dave, I don't think that you would lead a woman to have a mediocre orgasm. I would hope you wouldn't anyway. But, um, no, have you ever had a, a, an absolutely thoroughly mediocre orgasm? Now, I am not putting this on today's podcast because I think that vanilla sex leads to mediocre orgasms. That is not why I put that on here at all. The reason that I included it in this podcast is because it actually happened to me not too long ago. And I was just wondering if it happened to any of my listeners. I'm pretty sure that people have mediocre orgasms all the time. And basically what it is, at least what happened to me, was I, uh, of course, I still haven't gotten laid. But I was having fun with myself, you know, that uh, just masturbating away. And, oh, it was going to be so good. It was going to be so good. It was, oh, my God, it was going to be so good. And then I had to ask myself, did I just come? Because <laughs> it was like, okay, that was probably the worst feeling ever. You know, you've got this big buildup and this big buildup and this really, really, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh. Huh? Wait, where is it? Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of like what it was. Now, to be fair, I was under the influence of several substances. So, you know, that might have had something to do with it. But, uh, I will have you know that I have made up for it since then. So... Yeah, I was just curious if anybody else out there had had a mediocre orgasm. Because like I said, I, I did. I asked myself if I actually came. So, and I guess with a guy, a guy's going to have the physical proof, right? You don't get that when you're a chick. Unless you squirt, which I don't. Well, I can, but never mind. <laughs> Alright, next on the menu is the delicacy of earworms. Do you know what an earworm is? I bet you do. I bet you do. It is just a song that gets stuck in your head. That's all it is, my dear. That's all it is. Now, all of us get these. <sighs> all of us do. I know that uh, my male best M right now is going through this with a Paul McCartney and Wings song. It's a really good one. Let me roll it. And it's such a good song.
such a good song. And that's not even the song that's going through my head. No, 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 no. No, I will share that one with you in a minute. Um, now, this started with me really bad about five years ago or so. It was right when my divorce was going on. And I was working at this job from hell. Oh, it was terrible. And, you know, with the job from hell and my marriage from hell, my marriage was falling apart and I had to go to a family reunion. Okay, that's all right. Well, at some point during the, probably the month of April during that year, because I remember it was spring. So we'll, we'll say April. And the family reunion was sometime in July. So about four months, this song was stuck in my head. Motley Crue, Primal Scream. Now, I love Motley Crue. I am a big metalhead. And this one, I went on the, the uh, I went up north for a family reunion. And the trip to where I was going was about seven hours in the car. I listened to this song for nearly the entire trip one way. I didn't do it on the trip up, but then the song got stuck in my head while I was there at the family reunion. And so I made myself listen to it on the trip back home. And then I said, no, I can't do this because I was singing along with it. I was keeping time to it. And I just wasn't getting tired of it. So I finally stopped and I made myself listen to something else. But it didn't help. That one stuck in my head for about another two months. Honestly, if I hear it to this day, it has a tendency to get stuck in my head. It won't do it for as long. But yeah, the next one that happened was hmm, maybe about two years ago two and a half years ago it was a song called bittersweet symphony by the verve i love that name the verve 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 the verve anyway i was listening to this one and it got stuck in my head it didn't it wasn't as long as the motley Crue song to to be stuck there in my head but it, it still it took about two months to get it out of my head and it was so funny. I went to visit my female best M at the time. And I remember her begging me in such a nice way. Please, Jamie, can we please listen to something else? Please, you're making me crazy. <laughs> so yes, I very kindly put some Fleetwood Mac on and we listened to that. But right now, I oh, I told you I was going to play it for you, didn't I? Well, let me do that. Because it's right here on my phone. Let me start it over. I 
am serious, my children. I am so serious. That song is stuck in my head. I have been listening to it for about two weeks now. It's Flower by Moby. And I don't know how long it's going to last. I have, every time I'm in my car, every time I'm in my house, if I'm, I have this habit that I'm notorious for losing my phone. As you know, if you listened to the last podcast, So when I'm at home by myself, I will just turn music on and walk around with my phone. That way, if I put it down, I can at least follow the sound and find it, right? So this is the song that has been on my phone for the last two weeks. Can't get it out of my head, which is another song by a different band. (laughs) So, all right. Next on our menu for today is mushrooms okay i have a follow-up about the mushrooms from the previous podcast now like i said i had never eaten a handful of mushrooms before i don't even like the ones that you're supposed to eat you know like portobello mushrooms or the little mushrooms that you know come in mushroom gravy for god's sake i don't like mushrooms Never mind the ones that taste like the literal shit that they were grown in. So the one thing that I have noticed about psychedelics, though, is they amplify everything that you're feeling. Everything. Now, this is good if you're feeling good things. But I forgot... And and it's been a while since I've done anything like eating mushrooms. So, yeah, I kind of forgot the, the ultimate rule is that everything gets amplified. Everything really, really gets blown out of proportion in your mind, in your body. So, this, like I said, this is good if you're experiencing good things. But this past weekend, due to that huge weather front that was coming through Nashville, or Nashville, yes, I did it again. My inner Yankee came out. No, no. But, uh, no, thanks to that weather front that was coming through Nashville, my, my body really hurt. And this happens when you have fibromyalgia and different kinds of arthritis. It's just, it's a, it's, it's just going to happen. Shit happens. And that's part of the shit that happens to me. So that was really, really magnified and amplified after I ate the mushrooms, which it was okay because I also made sure I took some ibuprofen and that helped. But it still, it really brought out those, those, those painful feelings. And one of the things that you need to remember, and, and I don't want any of you rushing out to do anything like this. I am a very hypocritical person when it comes to this. It's fine for me to do. I don't want you guys doing it. But if you do go out and do these, these, these psychedelic things, um, I would like to to ask you to please remember that they do amplify everything that you're going to see and hear and feel and treat it accordingly. You are going, if you're in a bad mood, don't do it, period. And I would also caution you 
against doing any kind of psychedelic drug if you have any kind of psychological issues. Any kind. If Now, a lot of people really, really believe in, and you can do all the research in the world you want on this, a lot of people believe in microdosing to help psychological issues. If you want to go that route, I would suggest that you actually talk to somebody who's done this and talk to your your uh, healthcare provider. I'm serious about that. Yeah, don't go in and say, hey, doc, I'm thinking about tripping on some shrooms. But ask them how things like this help or hurt things like depression and anxiety because they can help but they can also be very bad you could have a very bad trip as they say and one of the things that you want to do don't forget your uh trip guide trip sitter trip sitter trip guide one of those things you're you sh- you're supposed to have somebody with you who is not under the influence and that's what we did on Sunday. We were, we were surrounded by a group of people who only one of them took advantage of us and kept showing us mirror type things, which you're not supposed to do. But that doesn't bother me because I don't get the visuals that some people do with the psychedelics. So, and that's another thing, you know, if you're wanting to try these things, because you think it's going to be groovy and you're going to see all kinds, you're going to see the walls melt you might not. You might not. So I would definitely caution you about uh, doing those things. And one of the things, if you do these things, one of the things you're going to have to keep in mind is the come down. You're going to want a lot, your body is going to want a lot of sleep. Don't forget to hydrate and sleep as much as you can. That's going to help you recover the most. I have slept a lot since I got home on Monday and that's that's just the biggest thing. I always say do what your body tells you to do. Hydrate it and let it sleep. So yeah we'll see if this makes it into the actual podcast because like I said I don't want I want to I don't want you guys going out and doing this stuff just because I've said, oh, I ate a handful of mushrooms, I, I don't want that to happen. But at the same time, I feel like you're intelligent enough to make up your own minds. So, with that being said, please don't do mushrooms. If you do them, do them responsibly. Okay. Alright, my babies, we have come to our main course for today. Yes, vanilla sex. Ooh! Now... How did we decide on vanilla sex for today's topic? That's really, uh, uh, well, it's a Mama J story right there. So, on the way back from Nashville this past Sunday, of course, my best M was driving, and I was in the car with him. And as we rolled back into Knoxville, I had finally started to get hungry. And, of course, he asked me. He was starting to get hungry, too, apparently. He asked me if I was hungry. And I said, oh, my God, yes, feed me, please. And so we agreed where we wanted to go for dinner. We we were going to go to a drive-thru and just head home. Both of us were just ready to be on a couch, not in a car, 
and somewhere where we could actually fall asleep and, you know, stuff like that. So it wasn't my home, but it was his home that I was welcome to make my home. You know, you know how that goes. So I put my order in and he gave my order, you know, to the invisible person there. And I had to remind my dear best M to tell the invisible person taking my order that I did not want anything on my hamburger. I just wanted it plain. And he said, no cheese? And I said, before I could say, yeah, no cheese, he said, of course you don't want cheese. And he said, no, no cheese to the person, you know, the invisible person taking the order. And he got the total, he put in his order and, and he got the total. And as he was driving up to the window to get our two orders, you could hear him mumbling under his breath, of course you don't want cheese. You don't want anything on your burger. Just plain. I can't believe you. And I'm just sitting over there in the passenger seat. I'm still tripping out on mushrooms over here. And I'm laughing my ass off. And I'm just like, oh my God, stop, stop. And he's like, no, I can't. He, I refuse to believe. I just refuse to believe that somebody like you, who, who has such bland, blah, vanilla taste buds could have such a spicy sex life or, or something along those lines and he said he wanted written proof he said I don't know if I can believe you I have to have written proof of all these escapades of yours I said well that's not gonna happen so I told him that I make up for my bland taste buds with extra spice in my sex life so that was that. That's how we got onto the Vanilla Sex podcast. But um, and here is a a little little tidbit of trivia, a little nugget. Vanilla is also one of the scents that really really turns guys on. It's the second from the top. Yeah, it's the the top ranked scent. Actually, there are two top ranked scents. They're tied for first place, lavender and pumpkin pie. So it turns out that bitches aren't the only basic ones out there. But yes, yes, vanilla is second after lavender and pumpkin pie. So I'm not sure about that. There was one time I spilled an entire bottle of vanilla on me when I was still married. Nothing. The ex didn't notice. Not, not a bit. And he had a big sweet tooth. Okay, so what exactly constitutes vanilla sex? What is vanilla sex? And I went to Urban Dictionary. I went to Google. I went to a lot of different, I, I, and I phrased it different ways. Um, but basically, here's what I came up with. Vanilla sex has no kinks. So, you know, no hair pulling, none of that, uh, no fetishes, so no, probably nobody's going to get their toes nibbled. It is also considered to be plain, boring sex, okay? That's what I've heard it used as the most, is an insult. Oh, you're so vanilla, meaning you're plain or boring. Vanilla sex can also refer to lovemaking or relationship sex. But the most common definition that I found out there 
was quote unquote normal sex. Well, my babies, my dear, dear babies, you know that Mama J has this rule. There is no such thing as normal. Okay, so in this case, we have to define what normal is. Because we still, we still haven't defined vanilla sex. What is normal sex? So, again, Google, Urban Dictionary, very good friends to have. Quite often, what most people refer to as vanilla sex is the missionary position. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say that the missionary position, it's a very sexy position. Oh my God, it is. It really is. A lot of the other positions you can do this, but in missionary position, it seems to be a lot more intimate. You can make eye contact. And that is really, really, really hot in the middle of all that thrusting and all that sweating and all that panting and all that groping and all, oh, just eye contact. So sexy, so sexy. Now, in heterosexual sex, if you're in the missionary position, man on top, woman on bottom, you know, laying down, missionary position, the curve of the guy's penis should massage the woman's g-spot and in addition to all that massaging of the g-spot the clit is going to receive direct stimulation from all that thrusting so the missionary position is a very good position to be in if you're female now i don't know what it feels like in heterosexual sex with a guy and a girl, I don't know what it feels like to be the dude. Don't know, can't tell you. So any guy wants to chime in and let me know how the missionary position feels for you, let me know. But it is a really good position for females who are in a heterosexual sexual relationship. Whew, that was a mouthful. Now, I don't know about missionary in any other kind of uh, dynamic so also if you want to let me know about that please let me know because I'm very very curious um, but let's let's all assume let's assume that all of us are having sex involving something other than missionary position okay now again I've got to go with heterosexual sex for my examples because that's all I've ever experienced for the most part uh, we're just going to stick with for the most part on that. Now, something other than missionary would include, I don't know, a blowjob or doggy style or a 69. Now, these things aren't all that racy and a lot of people do these. Well, wouldn't that make it normal behavior? There's my question. And and where am I getting this? Where am I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I watch porn. I watch a lot of porn. I watch a lot of different kinds of porn. And in nearly any heterosexual porn, 
that you can pick out, you're going to start with a blowjob. Okay? Then you're going to get straight into fucking. And then usually you're going to end up doggy style. So you're going to have three positions there because that blowjob is going to count. Whether she's on her knees or on her back, having a dick rammed down her face, it's a blowjob. Okay, so we're, we're going to count that as just one position. And then, you know, the, however they go into fucking, usually it's going to start off missionary. Sometimes not. Um, it, it depends on the porn, but you're going to get straight to the fucking. And then usually, guys, usually they like to finish in a girl's mouth, but that goes back to the blowjob. But eventually, doggy style is usually reached. So... If we're doing all these three things in all these porn videos, it it's an average, right? And what is an average also called? The norm, which means normal. So all these things are normal sex. So follow me here that makes us all a little bit vanilla yes yes who doesn't like a blowjob out there guys come on now i like giving them a lot of females don't but yeah well poor them anyway yeah this makes us all a little bit vanilla so we've all got some vanilla in our personal personal recipes okay the time has come, my babies. It's time to end on a yummy note, and vanilla is so yummy. Oh, it's yummy. Ooh. Okay, so get your pens, get your paper, get your phones, get your tablets, get your rocks, get your chisels. Are you ready? Yeah, you are. Okay, my website, you're going to find all my podcasts. You're going to find my bonus episodes. You're going to find my trailers. You're going to find my links. That is slutradio.fun. My email is slutradio69 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at slutradio1, the number one. And yes, my DMs are open. My Insta is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is slutradio, all one word. And my Patreon is patreon.com backslash slutradio. I've got five levels to choose from, so go pick the one that you like and wrap that up. I will see you here next Tuesday, my babies. You guys have a good weekend. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Bye-bye.